This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to Aetherite Radio, Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast on Fusion X. And joining me today, we have Aldino and Bryn. What's up? Ooh. <laughs> so a little lighter today, but uh, but that's all right. We still got a good crowd. Uh, good well wishes off to to Nabil. He's he's not feeling well today. Um, Michelle is uh, she's doing something. I free- she's not sleeping, but she's doing something. So <laughs> something's happening. So you know it's all good. Um, lots of news um, out. We had Gamescom last week. We have the live letter uh, from last night. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead. Too late, late watching that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's weird now because I'm on I'm on the West Coast, so it's like it's oh, not yeah. that late for me anymore, which is nice. It's not that bad. It's like when we were setting up like recording. I'm like, yeah, we'll do it at this time Pacific, this time Eastern. I'm like, wait a minute, no, that's three hours. We got to move it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, so real quick here, we're gonna recap um, just a couple of things from some interviews out of. Uh, Gamescom. Uh, you want to take that away for us there, Charles? Sure. Uh, man, there were so many interviews that, uh, that week. Um, we've got... There was quite a few interviews. Um, yeah. I know there was a Reddit thread. I forget what site oh, it was. Man. I don't want to bash any site. But it was basically like, right. all they asked were like boring questions that we already knew the answers to. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> not their audience. So um, right, exactly. we did we did have uh, some really good chunks from um, some of the sites that are, are more uh, familiar with the game or are you know, active players and stuff. So um, we got some stuff from RPG site, Nova Crystallis, and uh, Dual Shocker. So we'll go ahead, run over some of that, and then uh, we'll talk about uh, what was in the live letter from last night as well. Yes. So uh, Square Enix president and Yoshi P have been talking about more localization teams in-house for more languages. They're trying to take this everywhere, I guess. I mean, yeah, so it's a great a, idea. We've, yeah. it's, it's interesting, too, it. right? Mm-hmm. With, um, I said it was interesting too because a lot of the stuff that we'll we'll cover about the live letter, a lot of it was stuff that players have been asking for for a long time. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and yeah. some of the stuff that players have been asking for for a while are localizations for uh, Spanish. Yeah. Um, well, and, and they kind of I mean, even somewhat coming. teased it. We talked about it, like I think maybe. Oh, when they had screen, the the intro just page, that, yeah, or whatever that, the website. Like, it's like oh, the game's in English and the language is. But here's a here's a Spanish you here's know here's like a, a how yeah. to start page or whatever and I think it was was it Portuguese too I want to say I think, I think so, so yeah I think so yeah um, but I mean okay. Yoshida's been going to Mexico for a few years now doing stuff he just did um, that event um, I want to say like last month or so I forget the campus thing Ah, uh, yeah um, campus yeah, yeah fourteen what, was there what's what's important mm-hmm. to note though because it's that like I, I I always run into this is that a lot of people you know because you said it like. A lot of these things that they kind of showed off as part of these interviews, and then when we get into the live letter, stuff that we've been asking for for a while, and sometimes that's how long it it, it takes. And yeah. so, because I remember, right. like, just to compare this kind of, if you think to eleven, like, oh, eleven still getting these content updates, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they had worked on that stuff, and so <laughs> it it finally co- you know finishes and comes out, you know, and it appears like they're still working on. It. It's just they're not probably taking on new projects and so for a lot of these things they were either on the back burner for a long time or just taking you know their time to to get you know kind of you know yeah. be able before be able to release well, and i think the like perfect this. 
this moment right now. It's like, oh. <laughs> Perfect example of this, I think, um, without trying to you know jump all over the place. Um, we're going to talk about yeah. PvP changes come up in a little bit. Uh, right. We're finally getting a spectator mode. Um, that oh, was announced so in 2013 during mm-hmm. the sixth live letter. So yeah. <laughs> sixth live letter, 31st live letter. Hey, it's coming. Like, this, so it takes a little should... bit of time to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this should be really called the Alexander uh, podcast because we're going to be doing some time traveling. There you go. Uh, j- there you jumping go. Back to like, remember Live Letter nice. 7? Here it is. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, back then, you shoot ahead a chart. tiny office line. and a whiteboard. Uh, and... No, I'm the worst person for that. <laughs> uh, so Yoshi P in this uh, interview uh, once had someone ask if Heidelin is part of the Ivalis Alliance, which is my favorite that's that whole thing um, kind of like back when they had um when they were doing a bunch of seven uh, stuff they had like the like compilation like of final fantasy 7 uvelis alliance was it was 12 it was um what was the it had a gba game revenant wings i think it was called yeah, yeah revenant um, wings, and it's like yeah. this was part of this thing and that's kind of how they were running things back then that's why yeah kind of when 13 was announced like we have 13 and we have versus 13 and we have a keto 13 and all these 13 games and they're part right. of this, all, this big thing um and so, yeah, and so people are saying, and this is something, it's weird, too, because um, normally I wouldn't mention this from an interview, but the way he mm-hmm. talked about it kind of made me, you know, raise an eyebrow a little bit. Because right. um, he kind of deflects and he says, uh, this is just speculation, but I can't answer it. Yeah, know? he's like, you know, this is just player speculation, but I can't can't answer that question if if Heidelin is part mm-hmm. of the East Alliance. But that goes directly against what he said earlier, which was, and I quote, to be absolutely clear, <laughs> there is no connection between Final Fantasy XIV's Heidelin and Final Fantasy XII's Ivalice. Likewise, there is no connection with Final Fantasy XI's Vanadil. Each are their own individual world. Based on this, there uh, are conditions between things that appear in the world, and we'll be revealing more in the future. So we know there's some, you know, dimensional hopping, and kind of that's just mm-hmm. kind of Final Fantasy canon at this point to explain how that kind of stuff happens. But yeah. for him to be like, it's not connected at all, like putting my foot down and he's like i can't answer that if it's part of it or not it's like is he just playing with us is did he change his mind like what's going on now obviously it seems like we're getting a lot there's a, they're at least leading us to believe there's a lot of 10 final fantasy 10 kind of influencing like 4.0 etc but oh yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely see, be talking i would love to that. see more uh Ivalice's influence and one of the cool things that like you kind of see it all throughout 14 is the the art director was the art director of 12 sure. you know, so yeah there's like a lot the of people that worked on 12 that work on 14 yeah oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly it's so, i mean even just the simple targeting lines i remember when they brought that into yeah into mm-hmm. tw- like that was a part of 12 and it was so helpful and <clears throat> obviously they're remaking 12 and i'm i'm so excited to be able to play kind of the international version of that finally oh yeah um, soon but soon. you know i would love to see you know and and this is maybe that it's like okay he's clear and this was a while ago but mm-hmm. you know maybe they're like well yeah like here's every you know and it might not be the 4.0 patch that ivalice has a bigger influence we might mm-hmm. you know but there's who's to say that we can't see five or six, you know, six point yeah. or something like that sure. who knows anyway yeah, and I think um, I think for people that that are unfamiliar with with some of the lore going on right now, um, hmm. just kind of dig dig into the Asians a little bit. We have um, I think it was a Lorecraft article uh, that we put up quite a while ago. Oh, yeah. it's, I think it was like what's in an Asian name or something. <laughs> um, all the Asians are tied uh, back to the Espers, and the, the you know yeah. twelve had um, in in twelve's lore they had you know scions and stuff, and so mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's kind of borrowed from that. Um, Zodiac was you know a thing in. 
yeah. um, in the Evil East games, you know, in Tactics and 12 and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's all, you know, from Final Fantasy, just like, you know, the Crystal Tower and Zandy were in 3. Um, but mm-hmm. it's a little more heavy from, from right. that coming in 14. Um, and I think that's why people are asking, is this part of Evil East? Because that's some pretty deep, deeply ingrained stuff in the Evil East mm-hmm. lore. Um, and so to also have that in 14, it's kind of like, well, maybe there's a connection. I don't know. Um, of course, you know, I'm still going to say no. I'm just going to assume that Yoshida is messing with these guys. Right. You know, he's been in interviews all day getting asked, so how do you feel about the game now that three years has passed? It's, you know, he's, you know, the same question over and over again in like three different languages. And he's like, yeah, I'll just mess with them, have some fun. I wouldn't take it as, as to mean right. anything. But I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, something to, to look at. Um, there was some, an interview uh, with our friends at Nova Crystallis, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go ahead and go down those. Uh, we've got uh, if he wants to add breakdancing, uh, but the animation team would probably have a hard time with it. I can see everyone in Alda just... <laughs> Can you imagine, those, like, you know, the, the, the people, like, at the animation team? Like, all right, let's come in at work today, check your email, break dancing. <laughs> oh, I quit. I'm done. Yep, I can't. It. We're done. That could be the most fun day, though, because it's like, okay, we're going to need to hire some break dancers. It's yeah, like, great, Yoshida, if you want to come down to the, the thing, we'll have you, them. we'll mocap you break dancing, Yoshida, if you would like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Mookap is something near and dear to me because that's what I work in. And yeah, it, it's, it would be really cool to come in one day and just have the whole team of breakdances. And you're like, oh, crap, it's going down. You know, like yeah. we're about to see something. <laughs> now now I'm kind of thinking back to the uh, the Ibisu launch event for 1.0 with uh, Tanaka and uh, Umatsu doing their little like dance on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would venture I would venture a bet that this is Yoshi, like Yoshi P wanting to do it. He's yeah. floating it out there to see if the community says please yeah. please do that yeah. and so then he goes well, all right you they heard want them. it but they, but animation team they want it didn't you know let's let's create the budget <laughs> the, the players and, and, want you know <laughs> make let's it get happen. the break dancing in the game get that hoverboard <laughs> there so, you go uh, also in the interview uh it was the first of the talk of making alexander savage a little bit easier in the next tier um which you know there's a lot of talk about the mid-core raiders kind of falling out because mm-hmm. of a 7s a 8s being just too hard what do you what do you think about that like charles like just generally because you you're doing more the the end game rating mm-hmm. right yes. so how does that uh, like as that because i i would classify myself as that mid tier like yeah. i'm like oh maybe i'll maybe i will try it more but how does that make you feel cuz i i kind of was like i think a lot i mean people still love that challenge yeah, there's a lot of backlash to it in the rating community. I mean, like, I'm not super hardcore anymore. I used to be in other games. But, yeah. uh, you know, it, you want to still have that feeling of, I did this. Do you see how hard that was? But I made it through. This team, we did it. Mm-hmm. I I mean, you know, they had some other comments about, you know, like DPS being too hard to do. And that was their, you know, that was their um, takeaway from it. But I don't know. I I you know, I'm willing to see what it changes to. I don't think they would make it too easy. I mean, we have normal yeah. mode, and Yoshi P has said normal mode will exist for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, normal mode is fun. Oh I yeah, definitely. The the impression that I get too, um, and I think they they talked about this a little bit with with the feast as well. It's um, they want to make it not necessarily so it's like the most impossible thing ever, but I think what's important for them is that more than anything it's approachable right. um, that players will at least want to think that maybe they have a chance or they can complete it um, 
because there's a lot of players that are like, oh, like if I go into the feast, it's like, a, you know, 4v4, like maybe I'm not that great. I'm going to hold the whole team back or, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go into this raid. I'm not like the super great, most amazing player. I don't know if I should even try it. Um, and so I think by doing this, um, you know, they're doing some stuff with the feast. They're going to be uh, adjusting, um, you know, difficulty for Alexander Savage. I think they want more players to at least try that content because right now people aren't even going into it is the impression right. that I get. And so yeah. they want to make sure that um, it feels a little more friendly to uh, the, you know, the mid core, the more casual players instead of just that hardcore group. Right. Well, it would be interesting to see. And I, you know, who, they, they could approach this many different ways, but like just tying it into like PVP and the feast, they bring it in custom matches and they talked about mm-hmm. that in the live letter. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in depth, but that's great. That's a great move because it's like, Hey, let's, let's just get together and play and have fun and then get a comfort level for this. The other option that they could also bring in is that they could bring in those type of games, but where you are facing off against computer controlled, like, you know, bots or things like that. Mm -hmm. So if if you were that player, you're like, well, you know, maybe I'm not good enough to compete against real players, but let me get a feel for the level, for the, for the map with the Mm -hmm. strategies that we could implement, you know, and maybe we can see, you know, all of that, serves to bring people in and make it exactly what you said andrew is which is more approachable yeah, uh, I mean, and so i i i fully support it i oh yeah you know i i don't my, my my fear is is that um it that that difficulty goes away and it's and people go and they clear it so quickly that it's like okay, what else is there to challenge me you know because right. you know and obviously that's a smaller part of the the community and I, and I I don't think the answer regarding Alexander is to have normal mid ultra hard. You know, it's like no, but no. I, you know, I, it's <laughs> no. going to be a balance. And it, and they they talked about we'll talk about it. I think probably in the live letter. Yeah. And if it's not in the notes, then we'll we'll talk about it at some point later in the show. But Yoshi P talked about not just like the the difficulty, but it had to do with the sixty rotations and jobs right. and you know mm-hmm. things like that. I was like, well, that makes sense and. But we'll 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 dive. Yeah, I, I remember. I was thinking about that too. I don't know if it's in here. But we'll we'll see if we can make sure to mm-hmm. to remember to bring right. that up. Make sure um, they also mention about um, making Alexander exciting. Um, one of the yeah. my biggest gripes <laughs> with with Alexander. Uh, I mean, inside Alexander, it's okay, right? It's fine. Um, yeah, but it has so nowhere in near. The story impact that Coil had. Oh, I mean, man. the whole the whole transition of 1.0 into 2.0 was because of the you know the Coil, mm-hmm. um, and so now it's just like there's like a big robot and some goblins and maybe some time stuff and there's an Aura because Aura are new and we want yeah. Aura to be important somehow. Um, there's a cat. The last and there's a cat. The yeah, this goblin scene. has a cat. The last cutscene on uh, on Alexander. So on, we you know on M4 or whatever. Was uh was interesting. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. Now it's like it's now you're starting like, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, hopefully hopefully all of and I guess they're talking it the creator. So we might say C one through four. Hopefully C one through four really mm-hmm. has me invested in figuring. You know, like I uh, you know mm-hmm. diving into yeah. That I'll, I'll be curious to see on. where the story goes. I mean, right now the story's just been so boring for me, and it's just <laughs> like I get okay. You know, Alexander is like a goblin primal right because it's mm-hmm. yeah. it makes sense right but i just i cannot care about these characters right that are, that are involved with it and um i think even even more important than that i mean not to say that that's not because it is it's a very important thing but i think right above that 
um, just the overall impact that that story has just with the world. Uh, right. I mean, obviously, oh, Bahamut just, you know, reshaped, you know, the entirety of Eorzea. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's down here, like chilling with like Nail Vandarnus. Like you know, there's there's like a lot of crazy oh, stuff that happens gosh. with that. That's really integrated with the story. Um, whereas Alexander's kind of a side thing. Now I think yeah. if it had more of a role in the main scenario quest, or you know, if there was something, you know, if he was in like the CG intro for Heaven's Word or something, right? Mm-hmm. Have it like really woven into things, then it would make me care a little bit more. And they're missing like that that moment like from nine you know where they had uh, Bahamut and Alexander you know sure, right at Alexandria exactly. like there's Iskard it's similarly shaped you know there you go have yeah. Alexander shoot Good a beam point. that way you know? <laughs> but um, what like they're gonna do threat. right now he doesn't feel like a threat absolutely not yeah he's like no. every so often his 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 belly rumbles and like he'll take a step out of the pond like yeah <laughs> that's about it. Um, yeah. But what they're going to do um, to try and make this this last year of Alexander a little more exciting is um, they're going to have some unique elements in the final fight. Um, and Yoshida's kind of hinted that it's going to play with the, the idea of the manipulation of time because that's kind of what Alexander is all about. Um, we don't know what that's going to be. We don't know what kind of effects there's going to be. That's all yeah. we know. Um, hopefully the story will also kind of pick up and, you know, conclude with, a with you know, kind of go out with a bang. But... Um, no, we'll see what happens with that. Um, right. The Couple other interesting. Made. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, <laughs> was going to say, like, so, you know, they're, then in the interview with Nova Crisales, they're talking about some items of the feast. So, a couple, you know, interesting points to note is that they're thinking about making, like, either the feast available or at least competitive feast available for during kind of prime time periods for the for the various data centers mm-hmm. which they think that and they're just kind of toying around with that idea and i guess they're, yeah. they're, they're listening to our feedback i went and posted on that topic and i said well i mean that's fine but i was like maybe keep it open all all the time but if you want that happy hour or the that like happy you know that you know, happy period of time kind of where uh, if you, if anybody's done the titanfall alpha they have this the concept of you know happy hours so, okay this hour you're gonna get you Don't know or double or triple it's just like yeah well you could also incentivize that time mm-hmm. with rewards uh that, are, that might be specific for that time to help oh it's you know it's eight o'clock i'd be happy with like double win counts or something because there's mm-hmm. no for for all pvp because yeah i think i'm sitting at like 10 wins for flames for front lines <laughs> i'm never getting that damn horse yeah. i'm never getting the ads mount i'm never gonna get any of these things unless there's some kind of bonus win campaign for pvp but but uh, if it was during a certain <laughs> period of time where you got that bonus it's like yeah. oh you know hey I, this is what i want to go do so that was my suggestion but i mean this also would be kind of the thing like hey this this is the block of time this is the content that that's available and it could it, it could spur that that incentive and they also talked about uh, and Yoshi P also talked about, you know, still in PvP that he is willing to make a kind of a PvP dedicated server where I guess you could have open combat. Yeah, um, I thought but that was the dev cost odd. might be pretty yeah, high or something like. Well, and yeah. that's one of the things that I've actually like either uh, uh, like a just dedicated PvP server or even like a dedicated hardcore server where like a simple like a uh, just single mob out in the open world could destroy you. You know, it's like it would be interesting to see them play with those kind of mechanics because the question is, is would people be interested and in go to it? And mm-hmm. I don't think they could figure out that answer until they actually. Yeah. And I that think part of the cost. problem, too, is, I mean, like Yoshida said, um, 
the idea of doing a, a PvP or a survival server. Um, just with right. stuff right now, just with the system with fates, that would be a giant, you know, you're trying to do a fate and some guy just comes up and kills you or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And it's implementation is going to be costly, but then you would also have to maintain it going forward with new content. And that's like running multiple games. If you're doing multiple yeah. world rule sets, that's not, <laughs> that's not going to be easy for anybody. I think it's probably uh, a little impractical um, at this right. point, but I do think um, having the feast um, be at specific times, it, the the reason for that, I don't know if we mentioned it, was um, to have better queue times. Because right now, mm-hmm. I mean, for anybody trying to do PvP, uh, front lines, feast, whatever, queue times take forever. Um, and this was, you know, something we'd even asked about a while ago. And he said he's, you know, experimenting with with some ideas. But um, I don't think it's right to have it locked into a specific time because people have different schedules. They're not going to necessarily have, you know, maybe they work nights. They're not going to be able to to do the feast because they'll be at work or something, you know, something like that. There's always yeah. going to be somebody that can't well, do it for whatever yeah. reason. And I think um, to kind of lock that out would be bad. But I think having an incentive, mm-hmm. I think, would be the right way to go, whether that's, you know, a few more tomes or, uh, you know, some extra gill or, you know, something um, during a specific the, time. I think that's the way to go. On the on the counterpoint, just so for anybody who's, like, interested is that what they've also seen is that people who might get a lead in in their PvP rank will not then be playing during those prime times. They'll be playing during off times where the competition isn't as strong. And so when you're mm-hmm. when you're talking about a, that ranking, it's like, well, they yeah they they're playing during you know one in the afternoon, so they'd be getting matched against just a bunch of you know people who you know might not necessarily be working as hard to be in that upper echelon uh rank and so you know there is definitely like um it'll, it'll be interesting to see how they approach it and obviously they're you know they, they're it, what this does what this communicates to me as somebody who's who likes doing pvp is that they're continually investing in it they're very interested in it and they're going to keep working on it until they find that and they strike that appropriate balance but it's kind of you know there is a bit of trial and error that they've that they've got yeah yeah um, last thing here from uh, our friends over and over, Crystallis. Um, because of the information that Square Enix needs from live stream subscribers in order to pass along in-game items, um, there's been some legal conflicts. I guess, you know, you'll have a provider like Twitch is kind of the example that they gave. Twitch doesn't want to share some of that customer information, which, you know, I can understand. Makes sense. Um, so they are not using Twitch for FanFest streams this time around. They're currently looking for a streaming partner. Um, we don't know who it's going to be. Um, additionally, and this was a big thing last time around, um, they are going to look to have an additional streaming partner for the Japanese FanFest in addition to Nico Nico, because Nico Nico is such a pain it's in the really ass hard to try <laughs> and give money to to subscribe oh, to the JP FanFest stream last time. Um, so we don't know where it's going to be, if it's, you know... But uh, they're they're still looking at that, so hopefully we'll have something for that soon. Um, and last but not least, here we have a couple bits from uh, Dual Shockers. Uh, 4.0 main scenario quests are done, and they're now recording voices. Uh, Yoshida met with Microsoft a week before Gamescom started, and <laughs> it's it's. I feel bad. I know Brian's probably gonna cry himself to sleep over this. So a while back, we had we had talked about we talked about this several times. We've asked Yoshida about it several times, and finally Microsoft is like, we're gonna do cross network play and like yeah. Rocket League, and it'll be great. Um, 
apparently there are still some regulations in place that Yoshida uh, says are not good for MMO, so it's still not there yet, even though it kind of is to us. You know, we think, oh, it's great. It's good to go. No, not, not really. Um, I, the good side of this, so it's like, yes, like, oh, God, are you serious? But the good side <laughs> is that they're still talking. It's not yes. like, it's not you know, you know, no, they said, and they were like, <laughs> oh, and then we're not done. It's like, so they've got another meeting planned for Tokyo Game Show. Um, yep. And I hope, and I'm like, if I could sit here and just say, tell Microsoft, it's like, we want to play with our friends. You know, please make that happen. I would totally make concessions on, like, if you got to be gold, subscribe. Now, they said that when ESO was coming out, that they didn't, you wouldn't, you could be silver and play ESO mm-hmm. online mm-hmm. because at that time it was planned to be a subscription game. And it's like, okay, so maybe we'll get some leeway there. But I, it'd be really cool, like, if through Microsoft, you know, through the Xbox, like, players could manage their subscription like they can do in Steam. I could see yeah. that that would be fine. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be able to be able to play with PC, PlayStation, you know, PS3, whatever. NX, mm-hmm. like, man, that would kick and ass. And I, I, think, I think part <laughs> of those regulations might be, too. And it was something that people kind of noticed when the, the cross-network play stuff came out, is that there's um, potentially still an option to play with xbox only players mm-hmm. i think that you might be that. that might be the thing that's holding holding it back right now wow. um, yeah and i don't think anybody who would be getting this game would only want to party with or only want to play with xbox own only owners right. i don't think yeah. they i don't think that exists yeah yeah um new diodem and exploratory missions are coming in 3.5 so uh Please look forward yes, to it. They, I think they wanted to get it done for 3.4, uh, but it's it's just not possible. So what they're kind of doing uh, in the meantime is they're going to tweak DDM current currently, um, and then we'll have a new exploratory mission for 3.5. Um, and then this kind of ties in with all the other PvP stuff. Um, they asked if if you could provide a figure for the amount of people that were participating in the feast, and he didn't want to give a figure out, which is <laughs> usually a sign that it's not good. Uh, but he did say that um, he feels that there could be more people participating in the feast. Um, and so that I think is kind of why, you know, they're looking at, um, you know, having specific times to do the feast or, um, you know, stuff like that so that they can have more people, encourage more people to do it. Um, more maps, custom games, you know, spectator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of those things are are definitely going to help contribute. I think the rewards would definitely, should definitely be reviewed and, and Mm -hmm. re-incentivized because it's like, okay, all right. Well, there's no way I'm going to be able to make the top tier now. Um, you know, it's like, well, why not go ahead? You know, it's like, you know, play this many matches in X. You know, who knows? Yeah. Lots yeah. of options. It's uh, really fun. Like, I love it. Yeah. The Feast is some of the most fun I've had. And I'm when, once they have the customs come out where we can kind of just run in with crazy makeups like yeah. oh let's just all go black mage and see what and just see what happens <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be really exciting as opposed mm-hmm. to the i mean the competition side of it where it's True. you know if you think on overwatch it's like we we did a match on that and it was like everybody was playing a healer and we couldn't kill anybody okay that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> my favorite i don't know are you playing on console or pc uh console ah oh, boo there was a hmm. not not to get off track too much they had a uh, they do special matches like every week. They had one where it was yeah. um, Mercies and Pharahs. <laughs> Everyone's just flying around and nobody can Fly. hit each other because everybody's got yeah. rockets. It was it was so great. I love that. Um, all right, that'll take us into yeah. uh, the live letter last night during the fourteen hour broadcast. They did a thirty uh, first letter from the producer live, um, where they talked a little bit about what is coming in three point four. Um, which mm-hmm. is titled Soul Surrender. Soul uh, and this is going to come out on September 27th. So 
Yeah, which is pretty typical to how they, you know, announce it. So we get the name on the patch and we get a release date. And so, you know, Yoshi P earlier was talking about before the live letter, oh, that 3.4 would be in September. This was really great. September 27th makes me go awesome that that 15 was delayed. I'm sorry for everybody who was disappointed by that. (laughs) This works out really well for me because I got to get that new gear, (laughs) which looks amazing. Um. So lots of stuff coming with this. We have new main scenario quests, obviously. Um, we're going to go kind of full-on Warriors of Darkness with this patch, if you couldn't tell from the the artwork they put out with this already. Um, I always, I we always, haven't seen that. We haven't seen them in a while. So it's... it's yeah, it's, we saw them a little see. bit at the end of, of the last patch. Maybe they were going to yeah. go cliff diving for, for various round items or something um, <laughs> without spoiling too much. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I thought this was interesting. The new main scenario quests are going to revolve around um, Alpha No and Alice, mm-hmm. um, which we haven't seen for for right. a while now. Um, yeah, since really and, the binding coil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so what's really interesting about this is they say that um, there will be different text in these quests depending on if you have beaten the, the final coil or not. And, and so I, I think that's really cool. That's what I'm gonna have to do before September. Yeah, I need to get oh, around yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah, you got like, it. At least I can run it unsynced. You know, so it's yeah. like I'm gonna get a group. We're gonna go in with a I240. Take it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I'm slack, and I gotta find a. I gotta find a group to to go and do it with. Um, additionally, though, we're gonna get new uh, Scholastic quests. We're gonna get new Hildebrand adventures, and uh, we'll get some more Anima stuff in patch 3.45. Um, some really there's this whole patch and i think we you know we kind of hinted at this earlier there's a lot of really good stuff that people have been wanting here for a long time mm-hmm. uh one of those is uh recast times for action timer is going to reset um in in battle so if you are doing a raid or something y'all wipe you don't have to wait for your timers they'll be oh good to go oh my god and uh, so if, you, if we abuse it though <laughs> they will review yes like, yeah yeah so, so just 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 be just cool. Be, be cool. good about it. Please. Be nice. Use it how it's intended. Don't try and My game the system, please. Will thank you. <laughs> I hate waiting for that. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> uh, the next one. This is actually a pretty big change. I got a feeling that there's yes. a lot of people um, just between these uh, these next two that are. There's going to be a lot of kind of pros and cons. I think against some of these. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, auto attack system changes. So you'll be able to execute auto attacks regardless of where you're facing. Um, which right now you have to be facing them off for your auto attacks to execute. Um, also, with that, uh, there's changes to face targeting. So, um, face target feature will become inaccessible while moving, and for casters, if the enemy moves, your character will face the direction of the target's current position. And now, this is the big one, you need to sheath your weapon or cancel target to stop attacks. So, mm-hmm. it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I don't want to hit him right now, I'll just turn around. No, you have to sheath your weapon. Or you know you have to completely back off, uh, and so I got a feeling right now just in some of that content, um, you know, right after this patch goes live, people are going to be doing you know like they'll be fighting Ozma or something. They'll get the dice. Somebody will just turn around. It'll be great. Why did I die? I don't understand. <laughs> well, they changed things. What do you mean they changed things? I didn't. T- well, it's in the patch notes. If you would read the patch notes, you would understand. This so I think I got a feeling that's going to cause a little bit of commotion. That'll take a little oh, yeah. bit for for people to kind of get used to. Um, 
He also talked about um, some new, uh, well, not new, but um, X-Primal fights getting added into the Raid Finder. Um, they specifically Raid mentioned Finder. Thordan. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that maybe Nidhogg might get thrown in there, too. You know, the kind of the, the newest ones. Yeah. Um, That'd be really good. Or maybe it's, not. You know, no, it's... I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where Thordan is still kind of new-ish, but maybe not a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing it, so maybe that's why it's going to Raid Finder. Right. Um, you know, that could be. Um, and additionally, they're going to add a countdown feature so if you're like me and you're sick of those tanks when you get into a trial <laughs> queue, they're like, all right, I'm going to have this 10-line macro that's saying <laughs> one, two, you know, it's counting down to when I'm going to walk in with sound effects in each line. Uh, <laughs> there's a countdown feature that's going to be coming. So <laughs> thank you for that. Numbers so on your screen, not in your yeah. chat log, on your screen. Yeah. It's going to be helpful. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had that back in, in 1.0. They had a countdown feature. We did. Yeah, they did back in the day. Yeah. It's coming. It's, it, they're bringing it back. <laughs> I told you, it's, this is the uh, this is the Alexander podcast. It's which I have there a good time. Maybe it's all this time stuff. <laughs> um, speaking of Alexander, uh, the new raid t- uh, section here for Alexander is going to be called Alexander the Creator, um, and they put out a couple images of this. I don't know what this like weird purple guy is. Um, the return i don't know yeah it, 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 it looks like it's outside like i'm not sure or maybe it's just really steamy i don't know because you can kind of see like a big the wing from like the final alexander form in yeah. the background so i'm thinking it's outside mm-hmm. i have no idea what's going on uh in this picture but it looks pretty cool um additionally we're gonna get um a new trial which is actually not how i thought they were gonna go i was thinking they would do the fiend next for the warring mm-hmm. triad but they're actually going to do the goddess sophia in containment bay p1t6 i wonder if they just like type out letters or something when they name these containment <laughs> bays they're always p1t6 5sq2 you know like whatever um they are still working on the graphics a little bit um hopefully we'll see something at tokyo game show for sophia mm-hmm. the goddess from the warring triad um this next one is actually really cool uh they talked about new dungeons uh we're going to zelfus hall yeah like which Whoa. is a whole region, Wild. and so I guess it's a part of that. <laughs> it's just yeah. So it's it's just it's the biggest dungeon we've ever had. It's it just is one the largest whole... dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I we actually I, I put the map up here so pe- people can kind of see. Um, so Zalfatol is right north of like Gradani there, and so um, it it will kind of be the furthest east I think that will will have gone so far. Um, mm-hmm kind of hugging you know garabania there with with alamigo so it's pretty close in there um another thing too that we wanted to mention as well is we saw this you know things alpha toll um and we kind of had this thought of the um concept art that came back in the the powerpoint from like mm-hmm. a million years 2.0. ago october 20th. yeah it, you know it was funny because i i thought about this screenshot and i think was it charles or Brett? which one of you found it Brian yeah, okay, so Brian dug it up, and I was like, "Yeah, do you have a link so I can copy it over there?" And he sends me the the PowerPoint document from like when two was announced. And I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot all about this thing. It's pretty There's crazy." So it's so interesting to go back and read that, and you should definitely include the link in the show notes just so people can like, yeah, you know, that or they can <laughs> Google. But it's just like, oh my gosh, I can't remember. I remember this. I remember. Yeah. Because it's like I remember when I was like, "Oh, that's going to be so good," and it was like it was like you know this. It it really met and exceeded a lot of my expectations. Yeah. So, so what we know of Zelfatol, I mean, there's you know, it's there's a lot of canyons and stuff like that. I mean, you can kind of see in this picture here. um, It looks like the kind of gets it gets cut off in the middle there, but there's kind of like a balloon hanging thing. There's looks like there's some chasms or canyons or something going on. So maybe, you know, it's like we said earlier. uh, You know, they're introducing 
uh, uh, spectator mode of PvP after you know it was announced in the sixth live letter back in like you know years and years and years ago. Um, so maybe this is you know something they've been planning for a long time because even in the artwork here it says it's a, a temple within the main Exali stronghold. Mm-hmm. planned for for release with version 2.0, 2.0 um, so yeah. maybe maybe not quite um but you know it's possible that uh you know something like that um and then also too uh, along with self-assault we're gonna get um great Ball library hard mode which i don't think which was surprising coming. i was yeah. like oh we're that's awesome like you know um we'll start seeing maybe more of those uh you know the 3.0 dungeons you know get that kind of treatment yeah and we were and talking it's... about it before the show saying like well i guess you know, they still have those, but, you know, they, you want some kind of story reason to, or, you know, some kind of reason to go back to them. And, you know, maybe this will make more sense as opposed, you know, for the story as opposed to um, anything else that's just happening. I'm so excited to see, like, because, you know, there's usually a second path you take in the hard mode. What yeah. are the books going to be? Because the books in the first Google library, you're like, oh, I want to click on all these things. Yeah. Like, what are they going to say, point. you know? And I, I, and I think. Wait. You know, we were talking a little bit before the show. A lot of people are like, oh, well, clearly it's going to stick to the the same, you know, kind of pattern. And we'll go to Snow Cloak hard mode. But why mm-hmm. would we have a reason to go back to Snow Cloak? <laughs> the only reason we went in there, it's because we needed to go from A to B. And it just happened to be this icy cavern in between when we were doing the main scenario, following Ice Heart around. Right. Um, there's not really a reason to go back to Snow Cloak. And so I think... Um, you know where, where we are in the story right now, given you know the the name of the patch, right? Soul Surrender. I got a feeling we're probably going to be going back in there digging for information. Maybe yeah. you know trying to save a certain blonde person that keeps finding herself in various predicaments, um, <laughs> or maybe maybe researching you know the the warriors of darkness. Um, right. That's the nice yeah, thing about like, the the patch is like, it can allude to so many different types of things, right? What um, would be interesting to see is that if. What if Zep- uh, Zepatol was the kind of the side dungeon like uh, Hullbreaker was in uh, oh, in three yeah. three, mm. and the Great Library Hard was a story dungeon that it was like okay we need to go back in and I, find this. You know I have a feeling that that they might both play. They could into yeah. it. Um, I think, I mean, just given you know kind of Zepatol's geographical location, it's it's pro- you know depending on if. If we're like on the like just the the western part of Zelfatol, or if we're kind of in the middle ish, because um, that technically it, we could end up being the furthest east on that that world map that we've ever been. If you know in that Zelfatol dungeon, um, mm-hmm. you know it's getting closer to kind of on the border there with Garabania and Alamigo, um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know I think the library played a kind of a big role in uh, in the Heaven's Word storyline. Um, I think you know it could come back for and do this you know. Not to like try and reuse stuff. I mean, it's like, yeah, we need a thing from the library. Go to the library, right. you know. But um, you know that might work, and I think it's cool too. And I forgot to queue up the image for it. Um, there's a picture of uh, the demon book, mm-hmm. but the demon he's is now bro- out. He's broken of the out book. the pages. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever whoever is cast, or maybe he finally was able to pull him. He's like, you know, from from the time in the main scenario for 3.0 when we first fought him, he's been just slowly trying to pull himself out of the book and finally he gets there there, and we show up and he's like oh damn it like i just got so tired i just got out of this book just just give me five minutes um (laughs) so yeah that'll be curious i'll be curious to see uh what's what's involved with that um and then uh pvp i know we talked a little bit about this brian you want to go down the uh, the official list here 
So we're getting a dual a dual mode, and it's going to be in a public area in the Wolves Den. So it's not instance you can you know challenge somebody and they can accept. So they've talked about having again like you know this was a conversation from a long time ago about getting it. But I guess the thing is, is Andrew and I are on the same page. Well, why also not Ulda? There's the Coliseum there. Why yeah, can't they have we, this? You know, I get like there? okay, we'll put it in the Wolves Den because that's like the little PVP hub in the world. But there's this perfectly <laughs> good Coliseum in Ulda. That, that that no one's really using. So I'm happy amazing. we're seeing it. I hope we get it to be where you can just a challenge and accept a duel, um, you know, from anywhere, and then you could have a setting mm-hmm. that says, "Hey, don't you know? I don't want to see challenge requests." Well, I think I think my con- like, my concern with this, right? If it's just mm-hmm. this little public area in the wolves den, how does it handle? Do you just stand in a line? Like if there's a lot of people that want to try it, like, you know, I don't understand how that'll work. Yeah. It'll be Uh, CEO either that you have to be in this area before so you can challenge and accept and either a lot of people will be going on or they'll they'll they'll, they'll, have phased instances. You know, there's a million ways to get to it. I don't know what they'll actually do. Um, But, you know, I think at at some point during the broadcast and I can't remember during which part, but Yoshida did mention something about, you know, back in, in the days of eleven, people would have to line up because you would have yeah. these these BCNMs in, in areas like Gelsba Outpost where there weren't multiple instances of it. It was mm-hmm. there's one location where you can do this fight. One group can go in at a time, and that's it. And so you'll have this line of people just wrapped around <laughs> the area waiting <laughs> to go in for their turn. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know if it'll be like that. I realistically, I don't know if they need multiple instances of it. Given yeah, uh, you know how, how Yoshida seemed to have people, high praise for all these people that are not doing the feast, um, see, I'm, but I'm we'll not see. sure because uh, like you know being on Balmon, I I can see this being a place where our peers would congregate as oh, well sure. because there's sure. a lot of you know one v one me type of thing going on. You know I could see it just being more populated than maybe they think it's going to be. So it might speaking be a of problem. RP, <laughs> yeah, did, we, did we have that? I don't know if we had that listed in the... know that you're a role-playing. Sorry, what's that, yeah. I said I don't know if we actually had that in the the notes down here or not. It's, uh, eh, is it somewhere is it in there, there in other features? But it, it's really, yeah, okay. that's helpful. That's yeah, something that it. I've asked for. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to be playing a character, and let's say your character just happens to be surly or a little bit, you know, hard to get along with... Um, well, it would be nice to be able to so people could see like, okay, well, mm-hmm. he's playing a character. Sure, uh, I see a lot of, you know, oh. yeah, I see a yeah. lot of people on Balmung and like, if I'm in this gear, I'm in character. Now you don't have to worry about it. You just, my status is on. I'm in character. Talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you I want to yeah. RP. Yeah. So nice. that'll be, you know, if people want to RP in the Wolves Den, there you go. So it's, yeah. it's a double purpose. <laughs> uh, custom <laughs> matches. Awesome. So 4v4. Yes. Uh, you'll be able to engage in custom matches by having the party leader from one group request a match with another party. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, I would have liked to see uh, more of like a, a kind of a lobby system where you can like, hey, I want to create a game, and then you know people can mm-hmm. join in. You can say mm-hmm. invite only, or I, it would be really cool to see a, a lobby type system brought in for the feast in general, but also for this. But who knows? Um, but this is going to be exciting because they're saying that like, okay, well, if you're doing a custom game, you don't need to worry about various role restrictions and things like that. So this could be right. you know, hopefully be a lot of fun. We'll see what I mean, we need to see how it's executed. But personally, this sounds like uh, something that I, I, w- I, w- I will get into um, if I can find you know people who are also like wanting to do that. And also it could help kind of for practice and strategy yes. and just trash talking your yeah. friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
spectator mode. This is, you know, obviously they talked about this. Like, you know, I think uh, Fusion was talking about. I have letter six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a mode allow players to be able to watch matches. This would be able to uh, spectate from the viewpoint of the player. Uh, but they talked also about having multiple cameras. And so um, this will it'll be interesting to see. And so there because mm. uh, I think they've been working towards this because they want to be able to allow people to like to Twitch stream and broadcast, maybe do commentaries. And I think this will help also with, you know, what they've been doing with Adrenaline Rush TV. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. great. Right. We're going to be spectating and then we're going to be talking about the match and look at th- what this guy did and this is right. And I'll look at the mm-hmm. strategy they're employing. It can hopefully build it, and build that excitement up with and then, but everything bundled together is really like a good investment in, in, in the PVP community. Um, you know, so A, you can practice abilities B, you can practice game types and C, you can also yeah. uh, hopefully build, uh, you know, build, build a, a player and a viewer base for it. Um, but that's, yeah, that's kind of the, what I've got, uh, you know, and what they talked about on, on, on the PVP front with 3-4. So we're less than a month out and it'll be interesting to see. Yep. Um, also, Deep Dungeon, we've kind of known this was coming, uh, but we're going to be getting uh, new uh, floors. We're going to go, I was thinking we'd get a little bit every patch. We're going right to 200. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, get it up. In, in 3.45, um, in addition, um, we're going to be getting that ranking system. Um, before, they had mentioned that um, it might be only for solo players. Um, I don't know if that's still the case or not, um, but you know, keep that in mind. Um, and so uh, the story for Palace that is going to go up to floor 100, and then after that, it's basically just kind of grind-focused elements. It's basically just for those you know hardcore, mm-hmm. mid-core players that want to challenge more content. Um, yeah. So something to look forward to with that. Um, Grand Company updates. Oh, these Ooh. are so good. Remember when we used to get these like four years ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so back in Faxies a couple years ago, uh, we talked to Yoshida about Grand Company stuff, and he had kind of mentioned this idea of like private armies or something. Um, and they announced them finally. Uh, they're going to be called, uh, for NA, they're squadrons. Um, and, um, you know, it'll be some simulation content that could be enjoyed solo, and it'll involve assembling volunteers to create a squad. And they put out a couple images that you can kind of see uh, up on the stream here. Um, mm-hmm. You'll have your group of players. You'll, you know, they'll have their own stats and stuff. You can send them out. You'll get, uh, you know, company seals uh, in exchange for that, and it looks like you'll get some XP for your platoon. Or for your, I keep saying platoon because that's the, yeah, the JP. Yeah, that's what it. they say for JP. Uh, you'll yeah. get some XP for your squadron, um, so. which looks really cool. Additionally. For the first time in, oh god, what did we ever get an update with ranks? Um, no, Originally, I don't, I don't even so. remember. Uh, we're so. getting new grand company ranks finally. Finally, no, we <laughs> yes. did. They did introduce new ranks, but it was all within what we've got. So it wasn't. Oh, that, I see. Um, so they slowly like trickled it out back in 1.0. Yeah. Um, so for the first so time did, in a realm reborn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we are getting new like, yeah, grand no. company ranks. Um, of course, oh, with that, goodness. we'll get new uh, new equipment and stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, that's that's good. And no it's, more it's I fifty five stuff. <laughs> it's, you know, it's goodness. funny because um, I was I was thinking with with this yokai stuff, um, which I've given up on. I just I, I can't <laughs> I can't do it anymore. Um, but part of me was like, man, if they are doing, cause you know, we, we kind of had a feeling this was coming, right? All this grand company stuff. I'm mm-hmm. um, like, man, this is a great way to stock up seals before that grand company update <laughs> doing all these fades. <laughs> um, but it looks like you'll be getting, um, you'll be getting seals from these, uh, squadron missions as well. So that's really cool. Um, Get we're cast. also going to have this is, and this is weird. We really don't know much about this. This is called, uh, wondrous tales, mm-hmm. uh, with, with Thancred's, uh, 
nut sensory nutkin here on the uh, <laughs> on the screen. Um, basically, it's that little Makote girl from uh, from Adal Shire that's been walking around um, is involved with this. Um, adventurers are going to tell her tales about stuff, and she'll give you something. We don't know what it is. It- <laughs> it's it, there's a book. Yeah, the tales are wondrous. And, it gives um, you tombstones we'll, and money. It looks uh, like, yeah, I we'll, <laughs> we'll see what comes of it. It's it's kind of one of those things where I know I look at it and I'm almost like, please don't be another one of those like weather sightseeing log <laughs> things because yeah. I like it was a cool idea when it came out and then I tried to do a few. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to. <laughs> it's you I get an Kalu minion. No, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I don't need to do all this crap. But then you know, Heavensward came around. It's like, hey, there's a blue glowing thing. I yeah. can just go and get it, and I don't have to worry about like getting the exact correct position. And so that was all right. I'm not going to go around and get all of them, right. you know, with that. But it made it easier. Um, but yeah, I don't now, know what some this is person I was uh, reading. Right. Uh, I can't remember where was like, oh, wouldn't this be uh, pretty cool if this is how you get summoner, you know, like Eggy Glamours because she's all she's oh, got the God. carbuncles, you know. And I'm like, no, please, no, no, <laughs> just give me those. If you would like. <laughs> If you would like your your Garuda eggy, I thought I turned that phone off. <laughs> <laughs> nice to call you in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, oh, exactly. Kill me. Kill me phone. <laughs> but yeah, please don't make that how I get the summoner eggy glamours because I don't I don't want. Just give it to me. That'd just be give me yeah. like, yeah, give me. I can just imagine the quest too because you know you know if, if I'm not saying that is how you get them yeah. right, but I could just see yeah. if that's how they were gonna do it. There'd be all this dialogue about. I know, I know. For you, this might seem unnecessary, but it's really important that you go and 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 get me this thing during during yeah. this type of weather effect at two in the morning in Central Thanalan. Otherwise, your Garuda eggy can't look like Bismarck. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I if don't, you want I a red carbuncle, you gotta earn it. Yeah. If it does, that'd be surprising. But I don't. That, I don't yeah. see that happening. Exactly. No, There's no. somewhere in 3.4. They didn't say where yet. There's somewhere. Well, in and there. that's this is only part one. We got like yeah, all of exactly. this in part one, and then we've got part two, which I think they're targeting for TGS. And it's yeah. like, and then a that week, right, yeah. ten days after that, then we've got the patch. The patch <laughs> it's like, yeah. wow, exactly. Lots yep. of content. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff uh, coming up here for mm-hmm. Gold Saucer as well. Um, they are going to have a special room on each data center, not each not each server, each data center, right? Um, which is basically a lobby to play Triple Triad with other players that want to play Triple Triad, which awesome. I thought was really cool. Awesome. Um, Smart. In addition to that, they're also going to kind of go back and tweak Lord of Verminion so you can do it in the Duty Finder because right now yep. you have to go to the Gold Saucer. You got to just kind of stand around and be like, "Does anybody want to?" I was hoping they would then also say Vermillion there would be me? Chocobo racing as well, but yeah. sadly, no. Maybe one of these days. Waiting. Maybe they're maybe they're getting around to it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that was a big problem with Lord of Dominion. So um, hopefully that'll kind of, you know, give a little more interest for for players to try that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff, it's it, it's okay content, right? I'm not saying it's bad, but yeah. it's kind of one of those things. It's like, okay, I'll do it for like a week. And it's like, eh, you know. I mean, it yeah. was the same thing with, with Chocobo Racing in an 11 back in the day. It was popular for a little bit. Right. And then everybody stopped caring. There was a guy that you yeah. know figured out the algorithm for betting and made a bunch of money. Then they changed it, and nobody cared anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> additionally, too, um, we're going to be able to buy three Jumbo Cactpot cards. 
uh, with this different numbers each week, which is nice. Before three point one, yeah. so this is yeah back from a live letter in, la- in last November. So it was like oh. So they talked about that, and I'm, I'm happy to see that. Because, they're probably like looking nice. at the system. And they're like, "Wow, nobody has won this thing." Yeah, <laughs> we need to. Yeah. We need now to you do have something. Three chances to get every number, but the last. Now you have. Now nothing. you have three chances to get 42 MGP. New Alligator Tombstones are coming. Right. Um, they didn't. They, they talked I've about. Heard, I think they they dropped the name on the stream. Um, something? something along the yeah, I, I scriptures, scriptures. Uh, holy text. Mm-hmm. I think was like the JP mm-hmm. equivalent. So mm-hmm. scripture, something along those lines. Um, we don't have a, an official confirmation from that. Um, yeah. There will be and new crafted weapons. Lore is uncapped because of this new tombstone. That's Just, true. Yeah, exactly. So so that'll all mm-hmm. cycle through as it always mm-hmm. does. Yep. Uh, new crafts and stuff are coming. You can craft uh, weapons this time around as well. Um, and you'll be mm-hmm. able to do uh, material melding on that. So for all those people that have money and like to be the, the person for <laughs> one patch that has the really super awesome thing that's melded. Oh, to meld it. <laughs> keep an eye out. This is for you. There you yeah. go. <laughs> then we got... Uh, Hyphens coming to character names, which is yeah. yeah, yeah. So they they announced the role play status option, which uh, which is awesome. I know a lot of people have been asking about that for a long time. Uh, so we're getting that now. We can add hyphens and names, but but I already I'm have scared. a name. Can I can I go back and change my name now? Is there a way? Right. I think that's a reasonable thing. If they're if they're you know changing the way that they're doing that, they should give people an opportunity to go back and tweak their names. That's true. Maybe maybe. For for the hardcore role players, it's like if you have the role play status option on for over fifty hours, we will give you a ticket and you can go to the hair guy who has also acquired a degree to legally change your name <laughs> and make you look fabulous. Um, I'm scared to see like, you know, cloud dash strife, you know, like I, that that scares me a little bit being on a role play server. Oh, you know, people are like, Oh no, look at this name. <laughs> I, I will I will never forget that that leave quest in one yeah. Where, where you start it and I I, I I can never remember the details of but it's you know you go and you start it's like alright adventure you're doing this leaf quest what was your name XXX Sephiroth Sephiroth XXX I, I can never remember all your names look alike and I was just like bravo Good well job. done sir yeah love love that dialogue um, uh, but next up this is something that we've been kind of waiting for as well we're getting uh, apartments mm-hmm. so yeah um, 500 G's 500 thousand gill for a room um and i don't know this this number was released earlier i don't know if it was confirmed 500 512 apartments in three buildings per server so it's a total of 1536 rooms um it's a lot of rooms um you know obviously already there's people saying it's not going to be enough (laughs) i you know it's hard it's hard to say you know there could be people that just aren't interested there could be people that are and don't have the money um Mm. You know, I'm not saying that it's gonna flop. It's gonna be great. It'll it'll give rooms to more people that want them at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, we'll the, see what the price is a little is bit and... more reasonable because one of the problems Absolutely. with housing is like, oh, it's like you need millions and millions of dollars uh, of gill, and it's like this is like okay, it's not cheap, but you kind of you know, it's like it's you, it's one it's of those more... things where it's it's enough that you kind of have to work for it a little bit, um, and enough that. Um, especially just because of how many there will be, it'll be a great way to remove gill from the game. Yeah. Um, I think, exactly. I think as, as far as availability goes and stuff, we're just gonna, we'll have to see how it plays out. Um, I'm interested you know. to the restrictions, you know, like, are you going to be able to have more than one? If you have a house, are you going to be able to have an apartment? You know, that sort of thing. Right. Cause that's very contentious. 
Yeah, I, I mean, if, I, if, if, I'm, if I'm roleplay cheating on my in-game bond yeah. partner, I mean, I need some place <laughs> to take yeah. my Lalafelon mistress and show her a good time. Um, so, yeah. If, if, if that the volume of, uh, of uh, rooms is accurate, that would mm-hmm. pull 768 million gil out of the economy per <laughs> server. Just like, yeah. you know, yeah. bye. But well, you know, we'll see. I think um, the thing that's cool too, and they they mentioned it. We have the we're showing the picture up on stream. Each one of these apartment buildings, because it's an actual building, um, mm-hmm. has a lobby. So one of the things that I I might have mentioned it. Um, I know I at least thought it at the time. I can't prove it, of course, because you don't have a a window to the inside of my mind. But um, one of the things that I've always thought was kind of cool about the housing system was the fact that you do have this neighborhood that you can kind of go around and, right. you know, you could be next to Bob and every so often you see Bob outside decorating or gardening or something. You say, hey, hey how's it going? Um, you know, they had uh, one of the Christmas events was actually using the neighborhoods one year, which right. I thought was really cool. Um, and with apartments, I was like, OK, so at a building, you'll click a door and you'll go into an apartment. No, you actually get a lobby, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so, I, you know, and I'm wondering if if that's maybe part of why there could be the you know this kind of limitation on the amount of rooms if that's so it's already in one of the housing instances theoretically right Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. just just stick a door just have you go into a room and you click on a door just do it like 11 did charge for it that's all you need you don't i i appreciate right trying to have this you know these lobbies these neighborhoods like i think Mm -hmm. it's cool but at the end of the day just give people a damn room (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> right like it's one of those yeah. things i get it it's cool but you know and again you know you, with demand and stuff we'll just yeah. gonna have to and wait so, and see how it plays out yeah and so with the apartment though just a, like a couple of notes uh, that aren't in the notes <laughs> is that you won't have gardening but you will right. have access to a, a chocobo Space. stable where you can stable yeah. one chocobo yeah. so i was like oh that's that's i think that's fair Very and nice. smart Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's interesting to see if, like, will people be hanging in these lobbies? Of course, that's, and, that's still locking yeah. that chocobo raising stuff behind a, a paywall of sorts, though. Because, uh, you know, originally they talked about maybe just having the guy in town be able to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the yeah, day. Yeah, or the, uh, the porter. Like, you could... Yeah, um, yeah, they, they talked about, you know, options for people that weren't in a free company. And, right. well, the option is to now get 500,000 gil for a room so you can spend even more money on onions to feed to the chocobo that's right. at your... You know, it's downstairs in the lobby, just yeah. sitting there on a thing of grass. Um, I mean, like, this lobby the, always kind of smells pretty bad. <laughs> you know, and I'm, and I'm the, almost the wondering if, if, you know, because of the Chocobo stuff and well, what? And 512 is kind of an odd number, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. why why 512? I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just memory limitations, system limitations. Well, I don't know. 512 is a, is a memory mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's correct. You know, maybe maybe that's as many chocobos as they could fit into a single, you know, stable when they were testing. You know, who knows? I mean, but uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens with all that stuff. Um, additionally, we're getting aquariums. Yeah. Yes. So that actually looks pretty cool. People that fish. Yeah. And I think um, they talked about know. like, yeah, you can go catch and, then, you know, I guess have, you know, that near aquarium. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, we'll see when that comes out. Those the, the aquariums will probably be pretty expensive whenever people figure out how to make them. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't get a lot of details on it, but there will be aquariums. You can put fish in them, or they'll come with fish. Um, and I went eleven. The way that they worked was, um, they basically just had uh, different kind of types of aquariums. Where it's like this is more of like a tropical thing with some tropical fish. This is more of like a lake, you know, like kind of environments. Um, I don't know if that'll be the case with these or not, but uh, yeah, that'll be really cool to have. 
<laughs> Red yeah. X Zero in the chat. Let's go to the lobbies. I'm thinking like Let's the old go to the lobby. lobby. Oh, God. <laughs> and raise ourselves a chocobo. Um, <laughs> we're getting playlist feature for the Orchestrian, which is really nice. Uh, it'll have like a shuffle yes. and repeat on it, uh, yeah, which is really cool because as much as I do love listening to some of the stuff I have on my Orchestrians, mm-hmm. man, does it get old. Just oh, loops and loops. As much as I love like Twilight over Thanalan, man. After that fifth time of just being idle in my house, um, so that'll be nice to kind of mix it up. I'd love, years. I would love it too if they could do something to uh, carry your uh, orchestrian track over into the workshop as well. That would mm. be really nice. Yeah, that might be. That might not be able to to happen with the way stuff is made. But anyway, um, we're gonna get some new furnishings as well, uh, wall hanging cabinets. Uh, and they showed, and for, for those that were following us on Twitter last night, I, I saw this cabinet and they had Kalka and Brina dolls on them. My mm-hmm. initial thought was minions, right? Oh, we finally have something to put minions on. They didn't confirm that. They didn't mention anything about it. So maybe not minions, uh, but we'll at least have Kalka and Brina dolls or something. It looks like, um, mm-hmm. so I, it was kind of weird though to have that. It's like, yeah, we're going to have like fish tanks and shelves. Yeah. We, have, we already <laughs> have shelves. Why? Like if you were gonna if you're doing it to plug the Kalka and Brina things, you know, be like, yeah, check these out. It's also on mm-hmm. a new shelf. Don't be like, it's a new shelf, and we have these new things. Like you know, <laughs> there's yeah. a way to exactly. to present that better. Um, yeah. Also, you know, English would be better too. But you know, um, yeah. Let's see what else do we have here? Uh, exploratory missions. Uh, you're gonna be able to queue into the DDM as a disciple of land. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that have been going in there just to do uh, harvest and stuff. Um, so that'll be made a little bit easier. They're going to change the exchange rate for spoils. So if you've been saving up for that uh, Pegasus mount, might might get a little cheaper. Um, <laughs> oh, they say though. Exchange them before they, they, they yeah, them if you have spoils, exchange them before three point. Oh, I missed that. Was that in the yeah the official they post? Sent it, they sent it um uh, in the like digest later on. Okay. Yeah, so if you yeah. do have spoils, exchange them for 3.0. So if you did get that Pegasus mount, never mind. Um, <laughs> they're also going to add item level 235 equipment. So for one patch, Diadem will be kind of sort of worth doing-ish. Yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their and, exact was, uh, the team advises, if you still have any, you should probably exchange them before patch 3.4. Don't okay. know what that means. <laughs> Maybe That's maybe maybe they won't have the Pegasus mount anymore, and so you lost your chance if you weren't one maybe. of the five people that did mm-hmm. DM. That might be it. Um, then they talked a lot about uh, double cross hotbar. Brian, I know. Double cross hotbar. I think, I think yes. you might be because <laughs> Charles, you don't use a controller, right? You do mouse keyboard. I do not. Nope. Yeah. So as <laughs> oh, as a resident yeah, controller I just, user, I just got this beautiful new uh, bluetooth <laughs> xbox controller nice uh just the other day as a so treat for all the hours what's coming to the the, the cross hop bar it was funny the um the abbreviation for this is like w w x h b or something like that and there was a comment i think during the live letter where it's like you know localization's like why would you name it that like okay w kind of works for double in japanese but it's just weird mm-hmm. in all the other yeah, languages yeah. why would you name it that uh but what 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 is the double cross hop bar brand okay. what, uh, what's going on with so it? Uh, for anybody out there who is obviously not familiar with uh, the crosshopper, it's essentially being able to have eight abilities assigned to the right trigger and eight abilities assigned to the left trigger. So up, down, left, right, A, B, X, Y, or you know, square, triangle, uh, circle, and uh, uh, X uh, act as those, the actions of those abilities. So it 
pretty much like it works really well. And then they later eventually brought in what was called the expanded cross hop bar, which allows you to hold right trigger and left trigger and then left trigger and right trigger to have another set of eight abilities uh, that were kind of hidden, hidden away. But it, it really is, is quite helpful. And I, honestly, I think it's a really great system. It's why I, I play with it. Like I've, you know, I've really just enjoyed how they've set that up. So, what the double cross hop bar actually enables you to do is instead of doing uh, like what I mentioned earlier, L and R or R and L, you can double tap uh, either L or double tap R, and you're going to have then it shift to another uh, either four abilities, or they even showed off options where it would it could expand up to eight abilities per side. So essentially, you could have you know two <laughs> additional cross hop bar cross hop bars. So especially especially this is either adding. Uh, either another eight abilities uh, available for, or up to another 16 abilities. That's a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It is. It is a lot. And the, and the challenge is is that, you know, that we've we've talked about it before, going into 4.0, if they don't introduce, don't introduce new skills, they could always introduce skills to be a replacement of what we have. Like, mm-hmm. here's a more potent or stronger uh, skill or et cetera. But if they don't introduce the ability to have, you know, like at some point you're going to be like in skill overload. So when they kind of talked about like, yeah, there might be new skills coming, that's when they started talking about, well, we're going to, you know, expand on the controller options. And then they even talked about expanding on the macro options. But I digress. So double tapping L, double tapping R, you have uh, you have those abilities. And then what they've brought in, what they showed off and what it was really exciting for me is that you can have various options for pace, uh, the opacity to say like whenever you're not on this hot bar, you want it to be faded out. So because it was like one of the easiest things I was like is like, well, am I on this one or am I on this one? So they showed off all the various options that you would have uh, for whenever something isn't selected or is selected. And uh, and I'm really excited about uh, checking uh, checking that out. Now, I did not catch it. And if you guys caught it, let me know. But I did not catch if setting those actions are actually like that hot bar is one of your eight or if this was especially like if this was a part of like oh. set one and then if you had and you shifted over to set two that you i another. don't remember i yeah, don't I'm i didn't sure. catch that i was listening for it but i it was also like i said late and so yeah. i probably i could yeah. have like do- dozed off just slightly and missed it so well, i know I no I, I, on that yet for me i was i was watching twitter i was i was tweeting out a lot of stuff on uh, on the gamerscape account as it was going on with the live letter uh, but there's you know a couple of people that are like i don't play with a controller so i'm just kind of tuning out and i was trying yeah. to pay attention but th- there was a lot of stuff i mean it mm-hmm. was yeah. a lot of know, settings really, uh, it was so like 20 minutes of this live letter was this is the double cross hotbar and transparencies and how you can do stuff yeah. and it was a little hard to follow um, i mean there's a it's lot of stuff it's not enabled to it. by default and so i'll probably yeah. because i've been putting together controller guides on like on on youtube because i was like i like the control scheme but it you know and now you like have to redo all of that ability not necessarily <laughs> like on the on the on the class guides i might it might give me a reason to go back and say hey now that i, I can do this mm-hmm. here's what i've i've set but mm-hmm. uh this will be kind of a good video to kind of show off though definitely I'll, I'll spend some time on okay here's what the settings and here's how you can kind of try to take advantage of it to the the best now What's valuable, and so this system isn't actually able, enabled by default. You have to go turn on the double cross hop bar. But what's valuable as opposed to the expanded hop bar is that you, but depending on your transparency settings, you can kind of have that those abilities visually right. in front of you. 
So it will bring to mind like, oh, I need, I want to use that. Now, mm-hmm. as to what kind of abilities are going to, that I'm going to put on there, I don't know yet. My first inclination would be maybe a couple of emotes, maybe some like items like potions, ethers, uh, et cetera. However, that might change. And so I'm going to, uh, I'm looking forward to actually playing around with that. Uh, and I want to say the Splatoon system <laughs> uh, in 3-4 and, yeah. and really kind of get a yeah. feel for it. But this is this is uh, nothing but good um, for controller players. Uh, and it's just going to be a matter of trying to figure out what, what's the most comfortable and what makes the most sense. Yeah, there will and, definitely be a yeah, lot of tinkering to be done. users are going are gonna to really benefit yeah. from this as well. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, I think that was it for Double Cross Up Art. Um, a couple other things that were mentioned towards the end of the live letter here. Uh, they showed off some new merch. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off some some towels and like some teacups and bowls and stuff. They have uh, meteor chopsticks, um, which obviously <laughs> we're not getting. I'll let this one slide. I'll, I don't even know how to use chopsticks. Anytime me and the wife go out for like Chinese or Korean, I'm like, can I get, can I get a fork? Now, if we can get like a meteor fork that would be awesome i would buy that (laughs) um but one thing that they did announce was a new odin figurine um Mm -hmm. and my favorite thing about this is it has a metal rod that goes from the base right up into slepner's ass so that it stays (laughs) put it's not like that stupid heaven's word tv dragon dragon that can't like man if i was just like a giant ass like i would take that figure and like go to a yoshida interview be like so my first question is how does this stay on here is this supposed to like where do you <laughs> how does this work what is it was the so magic bad. It was so bad <laughs> uh so hopefully hopefully if we get another figure in in 4.0 collector's edition it'll it'll stay on the damn stand or just be attached to the stand that would be fine yeah, yeah. um but it's a really cool looking odin statue it's uh, a little on the pricey side uh it is 12,800 yen so that's roughly 130 bucks ish uh, mm-hmm. It will come with a, a in-game bonus of a Zantetsuken emote. What is that? I want to know. I don't know. Please. It is. It I, is everything you would picture a hundred and twenty-dollar emote to be. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. It's an expensive emote. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the good news is, uh, we will be able to get this here in NA, yes. and we will be able to get this at FanFest in Vegas in October. Oh, cool. Uh, pre-orders for the figure itself started in Japan t- uh, today. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be the first to pick it up at FanFest. So, if you're going to FanFest and you want to bring a lot of money and bring yeah. a big suitcase, because yeah. it's not if you, if you huge. you haven't spent enough money on it already. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not huge, but it is a decent size, so as it ought to be for the price. But Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Keep an eye out for that. Um, that'll be pretty cool. I might get one. I'm tempted. I have this nice little, like, you know, now, now <laughs> I keep joking with a friend of mine you know, one of the, the greatest things I got after getting married was my wife's Shadow Lord statue from Final Fantasy XI <laughs> sitting on my desk here. I feel like it needs a buddy. Um, so maybe I'll pick one up. We'll see. Um, additionally, back at E3, they had talked about, um, they were talking about FanFest. We'll get uh, the Final Fantasy X uh, minions if we attend or subscribe to a stream. Additionally, there was going to be a costume that you'd be able to get. They did announce the costume. Uh, you will be able to get a Titus uh, or Yuna costume um for mm-hmm. your for your character in game so depending on if one. you go or get a stream mm-hmm. whenever they it's decide what stream they're going for the, with for the costume yes. but you you do have to pick one i guess if you uh yeah. you attend 
uh, get a stream or whatever that you can pick the other one as well, depending, Probably. I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not that you'd be able to necessarily use it, you know, if you have like all male mm-hmm. characters or whatever, but it, it's mm-hmm. one of those things, yeah. right, where it's like, well, I, I have to have both, but you can't use both, but I have to have both. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I think that's what once, they call yeah. a problem. <laughs> yeah, if you attend or once they figure out what kind of stream provider they're going to use for this stuff, uh, that's how you'll get it. So, uh, in-game item will be delivered to all characters on the same service account, so that's pretty cool. Um, so that is it for the live letter. Um, something I did want to point out, though, um, when the stream started, they went through a lot of the devs. Um, they were just kind of talking about things. Uh, and Otisan made an appearance. Um, for you, those of you who don't know, um, Otisan is the world lore creator um, we've talked to Koji Fox. We've had him on Lorecast a few times talking about, uh, just, you know, a lot of lore stuff we have out in PAX East. We talked to him specifically about the lore book. And so yes. Otisan actually had a few pages from the lore book. Uh, this is the first time we've been able to kind of get a glimpse at, uh, glimpse at it. It looks pretty cool. Um, you know, you can't really, see, you know, it's, it's just big enough to make out some stuff and look cool, but not big and, you know, small mm-hmm. enough to not be able to read anything. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to this. Um, if if it, if plans haven't changed, uh, this should also be available at the North American Fan Fest. So mm-hmm. be prepared to spend a lot of money if you're going to Vegas. <laughs> Not just because you're going to Vegas, but because you're going to right. Fan Fest with a whole bunch of new merch. So mm-hmm. I'm going to need a backpack just for merch, I think, at this point. <laughs> um, so yeah, keep an eye out for, for all that cool stuff coming. Uh, we have the recap uh, written up of the live letter on our website we got a couple of the extra stuff uh you know pictures and whatever shown as well that aren't in the official forum digest so make sure to go ahead and check all of that out uh next up we had patch 3.38 drop uh last week (laughs) and man that nerf um are you mad or are you happy (laughs) i having completed that stage of the relic i'm a little (laughs) upset i'm a little i'm a little pissy um you know, and it's funny because it's something that, and it sucks because we were talking about something earlier. I'm like, oh, that's a really great thing I should bring back up. And now I can't remember what it was. It was, you know, making things easier and more. Yeah. Um, but, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, raids and stuff, right? Maybe some people mm-hmm. still want that challenge. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those things where I get it, right? Like, people are coming in. They want to get, I think what they should do is if they want a, a great weapon, an easy weapon, have them do Palace of the Dead. Yeah. Right? Have them get a crafted weapon, make make the, you know, make it worth getting still, and not because there's a lot of people. I mean, you know, I was I was kind of bitching and moaning about this a little bit when the, the <laughs> patch notes went live, but mm-hmm. um, you know, there were a couple of people like I just finished this last week, like come on, yeah. right? Like, and so it's and one of those things that sucks for them. I I yeah. get I get why they do it, right? Don't get me wrong, I get why they do it. Well, I mean, this is this is um, part of course. the course. This is sure. like yeah. oh, they just oh, they've done it before. To do yeah. it exactly. Yeah. This is um, I part think, of kind of that. Process. I think the reduction mm-hmm. is more than they've done in the past. I think so too. Um, I, mean, I like didn't. I, I wanted to go back and, and try and you know look at patch notes and find stuff. I didn't have enough time to do it, but I, I feel like the, the reduction in cost is is significantly lower than mm-hmm. stuff for the uh, the relic weapons has been in the past. But yeah, um, I think going forward, what would be really nice is because we all know that this stuff is going to happen, right? But we don't know oh, yeah. when, and we don't know the the degree of or the you know. The reduction of mm-hmm. the changes i think it'd be really mm-hmm. cool if we could have something that says okay this here's the weapon now this patch we're going to reduce it by x so if you're getting closer to you know if you 
projects, mm-hmm. you know, casually working on it or whatever. This is, you know, when it's going to change. So you don't have to like kill right. yourself to get it done before then. Or, you know, I think that would be a little nicer. Cause like, I mean, right now my, my example that I was kind of thinking of is like housing, right? You don't buy the plot. Mm-hmm. It slowly reduces, or maybe have something like that where it slowly reduces, but I don't mm-hmm. know. It's one of those things, it's kind of like, oh, really? But, like, you know, what What can you do, right? That's how it is. We knew it was coming. Yes. But it's, it's still a bit of a, a kick in the it's pants. pretty interesting as, like, an analog. Um, and, you know, wow, the other big giant thing that exists. Mm-hmm. They're doing, you know, artifact weapons in their next expansion. And they're yeah. talking about catch-up mechanics as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. they have this, this is how it's going to work. But we're not going to tell you exactly when. Because they're like, people are like, well... Why would I do it before that then, you know? Why would I ever do it? I'll just wait till the end. And maybe they're sure. trying to stop that. But more information mm-hmm. is better than no information. Right. I always think, you know. And you know, and like I said too, it's 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 not that we necessarily didn't have the information. We knew, right? We knew it was coming. Right. We knew it was gonna be it's a coming. thing that happened at some point, but we didn't know when. We didn't know yeah. what the changes would be. Um and of course, you know, on the other side of that too, I mean, devs don't know when exactly you're going to do it when it's going to you know so it's mm-hmm. maybe there's a middle ground that we can kind of find yeah, so that um you know there's a little less uh, enmity <laughs> about it <laughs> i'm uh, on a completely another side of the fence because i was like oh cool they nerfed it i'm still not doing it i don't i just yeah. know i'm not doing I, it i, I, I'm, I was I'm going slowly like, well, working maybe on i'll it. go ahead and, and finish up what i've been mm-hmm. you know because i've been slowly yeah. working on it i'm like oh maybe i'll go ahead and just i'm slowly working on my sands i think it, at some it. point i'll i'll get around to doing it Right. You know, I, I don't think I'm ever going to grind it, but it, 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 eventually it'll get done, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yokai weapons, on the other hand, that I'm just, I'm done, <laughs> nope. I'm done with. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, the other day I sat down, I'm like, you know what? I'll try and do another weapon, you know, like eight fates or something later. I didn't have any of the, I got like one legendary medal. I'm like, you know, it ain't worth it. It's just, <laughs> it's, uh, events should be fun. Events shouldn't be repeat grindy stuff that we've already had to do. Um... I, I, you know, I understand the reasoning. Oh, they want to make it, you know, challenging to get or harder to get. Well, it's not challenging or hard. It's annoying and RNG based. Mm-hmm. They, they keep. I feel like they keep treating RNG as a game mechanic, right? Yeah. For difficulty, and it's it's not. It's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but, mm-hmm. well, hey, but you know, oh, it it's. It I guess it just takes a little bit more work and design to be like, okay, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. also do that, you know. It's like, and we saw that sure. where they were giving us with, especially with the with Anima and Re- the new relic, is that oh, you have all these different kind of paths. Like you can get your un, your, your uh, items by using uh, tomes, or you can go and you can yeah, get tomes them, or Palace you know, of the from, Dead with three point four. Mm-hmm. You can get a crafted weapon now. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of paths to do it. I mean, the the problem with me and. Um, I think I had mentioned this too with Palace of the Dead that I thought it was the the item or the weapon that you can bring out of Palace of the Dead. I thought it was too high, um, given the, the the content. Of course, you know I'm like four full runs of Deep Dungeon in. I still don't have the damn weapon because RNG <laughs> is a game mechanic that yeah. makes things challenging. Um, so I, you know, there's there's multiple ways to get weapons. Um, I guess the benefit of the the animal stuff is you put a little bit more time into it and you can customize it a little bit. I think that's probably mm-hmm. the way that they're looking at it, where you know yeah. how it kind of makes it better. But it all rolls back into the you know who's rating, who's not rating, because none of these weapons are sure. useful if you're not trying to raid anyway. I mean, that's sure they'll right. help out a little bit, but yeah, it's why? like oh, I gotta get this weapon to do this. Oh, really cool. Yeah. How far are you in Alexander Savage? Uh, yeah. I tried a one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, it, it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. to do about you know, the whole balance of that. 
yeah that's a whole other <laughs> that's a whole other ball game there um <laughs> nice. so i think that'll cut did you guys have anything else you wanted to pitch in here about anima nerfs no okay i think we covered it yeah cool <laughs> Uh, PAX West 2016 is coming up. Uh, 14 is not there. There's no battle challenge. There's no panel. There's nothing. Um, just oh. a lot of 15. Um, so if you were PAX you know, West, PAX West is the uh, September 2nd to the 5th. Yeah, I mean they just Friday, they had this Monday. and they got TGS. That would be pretty it, tough. Well, yeah, it, you know, and it, and it sucks too because like, well, you know, a lot of people are like, "Wow, it's too close to Fan Fest." I'm like, "Well, they just had Gamescom. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're gonna have TGS." I mean, I guess. Mm-hmm. For that country, it's not close. I, you know, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it's a little bit of a bummer, but then again, you know, back at E3, the uh, Sephiroth Battle Challenge was literally just eight computers. It was one little station at the corner of the booth, whereas before it's been like the booth. Yeah, it's but now like it's like the whole thing. thing. Yeah, come get a shirt. I couldn't find. I walked around the booth like once. I'm like, where is the? <laughs> I couldn't find it. Um, it was like front and center the year before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it was uh, the year before the centerpiece they had the, a few times. The expansion. Yeah. You know, yeah, so sure. it's like you have a lot of news, you have a lot of hype, you got, oh, here's a new expansion. So we'll sure. probably see that level back at it, assuming we're on Next the year. same trajectory with 4.0 to kind of release in June. Well, what you know what it is, you though, it's really at the end of the day, it, it, what it is, is it's 15. 15's coming out. Yeah. They need 15 I mean, oh, yeah, you to don't make wanna, money. So. You don't want to start to draw eyes yeah. off that. Like, yeah, yeah that's, you don't want you don't want to compete against yourself. Yeah, so the year before it was like Hitman Go and Dead Island or something. That's all the Square Enix booth had. I was there. I remember Dead Island. I was excited for that game when yeah, I played it at E3. And then it came out. And then it came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, there's somebody listening to that like made Dead Island. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. You didn't like my game? What the hell? Um, but if you are going to uh, to PAX West, there is a lot of Square Enix stuff going on. There's a 15 panel. There is a World of Final Fantasy panel. There's some Tomb Raider stuff. Um, I think there's a Deus Ex panel. Um, 15 has its own booth. I think they're giving away like shirts every day, kind of like they did at, um, I think it was Gamescom. You play the demo each day. You get a different shirt with like the 8-bit uh, pixel kind of characters on it. The shirts are all different colors, stuff like that. Um, so if you're going, the schedules are, are posted online, so make sure to check that out. Um, and then additionally, we'll be that we'll be there at PAX, PAX West, uh, me and our, uh, leader views guy, uh, Josh is going to be there. Um, just kind of covering general game stuff. We'll probably, uh, mm-hmm. you know, do some final fantasy 15 stuff. we got some interviews lined up. So keep an eye out on the site for that stuff. Um, and we have, I want to remind people again here too, we have a contest going on right now, uh, on what you would do to change a primal. Uh, and this isn't like mechanic stuff. It's like, well, I would make effort dash around a little more and uh maybe some more no it's it's you know It'd i want a jazzy lounge thing. yeah it's it's making making bismarck bismarck like the god of snacks or having ravana be like the world's best you know like fried rice chef or something something just completely out there um we asked this question to the team uh community team uh yoshida and koji Ko- koji's just i he had like all of them running a burger joint. It was his answer was ridiculous. But check that out. Uh, the post is up on the website. Um, the contest post is up on the website. Basically, we just want uh, want you to email us eighthrate radio at gamerscape.com. Let us know how you would change a primal. And um, at some point here, we don't have a set date for when we're going to end this yet, just because we don't have a set schedule for for the the shows right now, just because of when information is coming out. Um, we will obviously let everybody know once we decide that. But for now, make sure to get stuff in. We've only gotten a few entries so far. So right now your chances are really good. Um, 
if you win, we're going to pick three winners. You can win a bag from E3, a big Final Fantasy XIV Heaven's Word bag, and an I Beat Sephiroth t-shirt signed by Naoki Yoshida. So details are on the website, gamerskip.com. Make sure to check that out. And I think, unless we have anything else, that is it. Yeah, I think that's pretty so. much all. Oh, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Guys, I have all the information you want on 4.0. I've been saving it for now. <laughs> I'm still happy about the cooldown reset. Like, I don't even care right, anymore. Yeah. Like, that's that's 3.4 right now. That's that's all I need. Did we, did we, yeah, did the, we even the two, mention... The two things for the 3.4 are, like, uh, the Splatoons and uh, and the uh, Double <laughs> Cross Hot Bar. So. Oh, my gosh. Did we... I forget. To, we didn't even mention Blitzball, did we? I feel no. like we just, no, we we just kind of glazed right over there. Yeah, so... Um, Back at E3, um, they had already announced the minions for FanFest, um, which were all the Final Fantasy X minions, and I kind of asked them, like, mm. is there a reason that they're all Final Fantasy X minions? And Yoshida told me that we'll have to wait till FanFest to see. Well, of course, now we have the, the Glamour outfits Titus coming up, and, and yeah. those are also Final Fantasy X. So mm-hmm. either the entirety of our time on Heidelin has been a dream from the faith, mm-hmm. or I think we're getting <laughs> Blitzball. Um, it you know kind of helps <laughs> helps sell that blitzball idea that that we're oh, yeah. throwing around a little bit more. Um, we have a there's a post on there kind of talking a little bit about it, but uh, you know we'll see. Maybe that's a way to get people into PvP, right? Have a, a casual game thing, and then they're like, oh, but I want to like fight now too. So maybe that's yeah, maybe exactly. that's the way that they're going to incentivize the feast a little bit, right? At blitzball, we'll um, see. We'll see. We'll see. That'd be cool. We've already talked. Mm-hmm. I think the last episode I was before we talked a lot about that. So yeah, yeah. If you want to hear more more Blitzball discussion? We'll try not to to overdo it with the Blitzball. <laughs> yeah. We're just like hyping up everybody for Blitzball, and then Fan Fest is gonna come around and be like, "So we're adding Tetra Master." It's like, oh yeah. damn it! It's <laughs> not that what was we wanted. Aetherite radio. <laughs> I wanted Blitzball. Aetherite radio said that we were getting. <laughs> oh, it's man. just wishful thinking. Right. Uh, for those tuning in uh, to Twitch right now live, if you guys would like, uh, we'll take a couple minutes here after the end of the show to answer any questions that you guys have for us or about whatever. Uh, so start typing those out. You know, there's always a little bit of a, a stream delay. So uh, if you have questions for us, let us know. Type them in the chat. We'll get to those in just a minute. Um, for the rest of you here tuning in, um, if you would like to get a hold of us, you can email us at aetheriteradio at gamerscape.com. You can tweet at us at Aetherite Radio, and of course we have our Twitter at Gamer Escape and uh, Gamer Escape on Facebook as well. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, make sure to check out the site, the wiki. You know, I'm sure a lot of you guys know about it already, but just in case, uh, make sure to enter our primal contest, win yourself a really cool uh, autograph shirt. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, have an autograph Sephiroth shirt, so it'd be something, uh, you know, frame it on your wall or you know, wear it to Fan Fest or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like you signed this, and then I won it. Yeah. <laughs> so so I won this and you signed it on the front. Could you also sign it on the back? I'll get the most important signature, which is Koji. There you go. <laughs> they're gonna be just swamped at FanFest, man. You'll you'll know when they're on the floor, because it'll be like Pokemon Go. They'll just you'll just see this whole wave of people running. I'm like, what's going on? Is there like a Chatini? No, Yoshida's out. Oh, okay. <laughs> get on. Um So that'll do it for this episode of Aetherite Radio. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.